Hello and welcome to the Vessel Effect podcast. I'm your host, slash friend, slash whatever you want me to be, Samara. Hello, welcome back, or welcome if you haven't, you know, come by this podcast before. This is the Vessel Effect, the Vessel Effect podcast. Wow, sorry, I, I'm slurring my words so bad today. I'm so sorry. Um, but this podcast is basically where I talk about pretty much anything under the sun mainly spirituality and love from the perspective of a 16-year-old, a very um, self-proclaimed, enlightened 16-year-old. I don't know everything, you know, but I feel like I know enough to, you know, talk about some stuff and put my opinions out there and hopefully they track somewhere and they can help you along your journey with... um, you know, wherever you are in life right now, whether or not, or whether you're, you know, a 15-year-old just trying to figure things out, or a 30-year-old who, um, you know, is already living their life and just wants to hear what a 16-year-old has to say. (laughs) But either way, I'm glad you're here, and, you know, I'm happy to be back. It's been, it's been, what, 10 days since my last episode, I am, you know, I'm not sorry, I'm not gonna apologize for that, because, I don't know, I've been in a weird, um, in a weird mood for, mood for the past, um, week and a half or so, and I just needed to take some time away from the podcast in order to, you know, really, um, organize myself, you know, and, you know, this podcast is really, therapeutic for me because it is a place where I can, you know, get all my thoughts out and, you know, just kind of talk, you know, because I don't really have anyone I can, um, talk to like that, you know, in my regular everyday life. So just getting to, you know, take some time to talk to myself (laughs) is always great. But yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, happy Wednesday. If you don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day, you know, I haven't done anything to celebrate because there's not much I can do, but, you know, I am Irish, so there's that, you know, have some pride for today, but, you know, I don't even know how much or how Irish I am, but I do know I'm Irish, so that's fun, but it's also my friend's birthday. Happy birthday, Onaya. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I don't know if she even listens to this podcast, but, you know, whatever, you know. Just wanted to wish her happy birthday. And, yeah, so, how have I been doing this past week and a half? I don't know. I've been doing pretty okay. I haven't been doing the greatest, but, you know, I can't really complain. It's just, um... You know, I'm still in this stagnant period where, you know, I'm trying to figure everything out, you know. And that's one topic I wanted to start off with. And um, we'll get into that. We'll get into it in a second. But it, it's gonna, it's, it'll make sense, I promise. But yeah, so I've been feeling kind of stagnant. And I've been really craving some self-expression lately. And I've been craving some sort of creativity and evolution and stuff like that but um yeah it just wasn't coming to me I don't know I've been drawing here and there 
and you know that has helped tremendously with my or just like getting my brain flowing and um you know staying creative but you know it it came to a point where I was like okay this isn't you know this isn't enough I feel like I have a lot to say but my brain just kind of doesn't want to articulate it and so therefore I don't know how to express it or what to express because I don't even know what these feelings are so it's just a lot of like built up energy that I couldn't translate into the 3d you know it's like 5d energy just kind of circulating and I knew I wanted to get it out into the 3d but you know I just don't know how to or I don't even know what that energy is you know so yesterday um was yeah this was yesterday I I was doing a speech or I was writing a speech for an assignment I have for my Latino lit class and I or you had to choose a prompt and then you had to respond to the prompt and I um I had what was it called it was I took a risk when you know and then you answer the rest of the prompt so uh, maybe I can read it. I, you know, <laughs> it's not like I'm going to be posting anywhere, especially since it's not, like, an official um, project or whatever, because it, it's, it's very informal, but um, I don't see why I, why I can't read it. Um, yeah, but as I was writing it, I felt like a lot of the dots were just kind of naturally co- or connecting, you know, and, you know, I... I was figuring out, like, when I, when have I taken a risk in my life? Like, when have I actually, um, you know, stepped out of my comfort zone to do something? And I realized, like, even just the act of committing to myself is, you know, is a risk in and of itself, you know? Because we often just kind of drift through life with ourselves, but, or not even with ourselves, though. Like, we we move through life, you know, dragging ourselves along, you know? But, you know, when we take the time to learn about ourselves and love ourselves, that's when you actually are committing to yourself and not other people. And so I realized, like, 2020 was kind of the year where I I said, like, all right, it's time to really get to know myself and, you know, see who the heck Samara Hazel Wilson is, you know. And I I feel uncomfortable because that is my full government name. So, don't <laughs> dox me, I guess, but, yeah, um, but anyways, yeah, let's see if I can pull it up, and then I'll read it, because I actually like, like the way I wrote it, it's, it's pretty long, um, I still have to edit it, <laughs> like, it, it's, it is very long, though, but, um, alright. So yeah, this will this will lead into what I have to say um, later. This will lead into my topic later. So, this is my speech. I took a risk when I committed to myself. The dictionary defines risk as a situation involving exposure to danger. If that is the case, we must also define the term danger. The dictionary describes it as the possibility of suffering harm or injury. People often refer to risk as a leap of faith or chance, which are much more appealing synonyms. The term can imply that we must leave behind one thing in order to receive another, like a frog hopping from one lily pad to the next. 
it's no guarantee that the frog is going to make it or if there isn't a predator lurking under the surface of the lily pad, but the frog takes the leap anyways. Risk and trust go hand in hand. For me personally, I'm lucky enough to have a pretty safe to, I'm lucky enough to have a pretty safe life that doesn't require many leaps of faith. However, that doesn't mean I haven't had to make some personal adjustments. 2019 was a year where everything seemed to go wrong. I didn't feel like I was truly living, but just going through the motions. It would be an, un, it would be an understatement to say that I felt miserable. 2020 seemed like the perfect opportunity to take back my life and start putting myself out there except I had no idea who I was and equally no idea how 2020 would actually play out. The business I started in December of 2019 was swiftly halted in March, and I barely had time to process January. It felt like I was locked into a dark room with a stranger and forced to find the light switch. Quarantine forced me to actually listen to listen and cooperate with myself in order to finally get the lights on, and the more time I spent with the stranger, the more I began to like her. We taught each other how to plant, knit, sew, roller skate, write poetry, and connect to our spiritual self, and the lights slowly started to flicker on. I realized that I needed to take the next step and commit to myself, a stranger who I was slowly falling in love with. I tried many times in the past to connect with myself, but it often felt like I was talking to a brick wall. The difference this time around is that I fell quiet and listened to the wall for the first time, hearing the voices on the other side. The more I listened to myself, the more I learned. I learned that I love all people regardless of gender expression. I adore art and the way it makes me feel. And I am a soft soul that has become hardened by the big bad world. I am a true lover at heart. Taking this leap, as I said before, meant that I needed to leave something behind in order to receive something new. I didn't like that concept. I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. But as I listened to myself, I understood that what what I thought I wanted wasn't actually what I wanted. But what other people wanted from me. Letting go of that was, and will remain, the hardest part of committing to myself. I wanted to be me, but I also wanted to please others. Committing to yourself is also an incredibly lonely process, because no one can tell you who you are, and there's very little that people can help you with, especially if you are suppressing what is trying to emerge to the surface. It's a painful process, and you can't let yourself get in your own way. It occurred to me early on that I was on a hero's journey with little to no insight on where I would end up. Ultimately, I didn't know if I would or could love myself for who I really was, and that scared me the most. I'm still in the process of committing to myself, and I probably will be for a good number of years. It's been nothing but rewarding to learn how to love myself and how to be my most authentic self. When you leave your old ways behind, people will claim that you have changed, and they aren't technically wrong. Part of the process is acknowledging that you are living your own life, and people are not in charge of your destiny. You are. Your life is a journey, and the end goal is totally unbeknownst to us. We don't know when our journey ends, how it ends, where it ends, or why it ends. It just ends, and we have to make peace with that. However, your path will be much more fulfilling if you learn to see yourself as a friend walking with you on your journey rather than someone you have to lug around with you. We have to be much more compassionate with ourselves and others because no one really knows what they're doing. We're all just trying to make this journey a little easier for ourselves, even though we subconsciously make it so much harder by fighting ourselves. At the end of your journey, the the only person who will be there for you is yourself. So why not be your own friend while you're ahead? 
The dictionary defines risk as a situation involving exposure to danger, but isn't holding yourself at arm's length more dangerous than embracing yourself? We put ourselves in more danger by refusing to accept who we are rather than the actual risk of loving yourself. The jump is scary, don't get me wrong. It looks terrifying and most people would much rather stay where you where they are comfortable. But eventually, that lily pad you're sitting on will either drift away or wilt. Take the jump and if you land in the water, swim. Okay, well, that was my speech. I'm sorry, I rushed through it. Um, I like realized halfway through, I'm like, wow, I'm talking really fast. But hopefully you caught that. And as I was writing that that um, script for the speech, I, I, I learned a lot about, you know, what committing to myself actually was. You know, it was less about altering myself and it was more about listening to myself you know because people think that when you're trying to become your most authentic self it's you they think that it means that you have to add on to who you are you know and it's actually the complete opposite i've talked about this before on the podcast for sure but when you are trying to connect to your most authentic self it means taking off all those layers that people put on you you know i talked i think i talked about this in the last episode and go listen to it please it's actually a really good episode like episode nine is really good and i recommend everyone to listen to it you know but you know when you are going through your process of um you know becoming your highest self becoming your most your your highest conscious self you know that means that you you are shedding your layers you know you're shedding all the things that put that people put on you to reveal who you actually are which is just a ball of light you know everyone is just energy at the end of the day and you know becoming your most authentic self and becoming your highest self means going back to that state of being a ball of light you know we're all we're all technically stars you know in this universe and um yeah and that's why we're all so beautiful on the inside is because we're all just kind of these um these stars trying to navigate an earth that we just have no idea what's going on you know and and i wrote about this in my journal and i don't know what my journal is actually but actually let me get it but um yeah i liked the way i phrased it in my journal which is why i want to get it but basically we're all just kind of aliens <laughs> we're all actually aliens on this earth that we call earth because <laughs> you know no one has anything figured out and we're all just kind of trying to live um the best way we can you know and that alone makes us so beautiful because we're all basically like these these um these voyagers who who are just trying to find their way in a planet that we're all equally unfamiliar with like no matter how old or young you are we're all gonna be equally as naive you know to what the world has to offer you know but yeah um so i'm gonna read (laughs) it's a lot of reading today actually but i like the way i wrote it so i'm gonna read it 
and I wrote this, when did I write this? I wrote this, like, two days ago. Um, it was technically March 16th, but it was, like, midnight, so it was, I was, like, still in the mindset of the day before, but, uh, here's what I wrote. Um, but one key realization that I came to today, unrelated to the virus, because I was talking about, um, the virus, in, um, earlier, but whatever, um, is that no one... <laughs> I'm gonna, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cuss words in this. I'm just gonna say them. Um, is that no one knows shit. I've heard this before because, or I've heard this before because of Janae Aiko's Eternal Sunshine, where she says, the more that I see, the more that I know, I don't know anything at all. I was singing this song the other, or some days ago, and those words always stick out to me. I was also watching a highlight from one of Hassan Piker's Twitch streams. He's now the love of my life, but I'll get into that later. Um, and he was jokingly saying that he's a dumbass, despite knowing so much about politics. And it hit me. We're all just these balls of energy trying to navigate an unknown and unfamiliar world. I've been super intrigued with the concept of being an alien or angel flying to Earth and meeting a boy that helps me navigate Earth and Earth culture. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized we're all aliens on this planet trying to figure shit out along the way. We're born into an Earth that forces us to, to work with other clueless aliens in order to survive. It's so endearing and cute to think about people that way. Because it forces you to have empathy. No one has any answers, and realistically no one will ever get answers. Everything just is as it is. Grass is grass, flowers are flowers, water is water. Why do I need answers when everything just is as it's meant to be? We're all just balls of energy, and thus we don't need answers for ourselves. We just are, and it's beautiful. We're all aliens on a rock in space trying to figure out how we got here, why we're here, and how to live here. How pure. I love humans. Such cute things. There's so much to learn, and we can never stop learning because this earth is limitless. There's so much to explore. How fucking cool is that? Because of this revelation, I just feel so much lighter. I can find peace in knowing that I don't know shit. I can return to my baby stage when life was just exploring and taking in all the sensory stuff. Rejecting what didn't feel good and latching on to what did feel good. And then moving on to the next thing that feels good. I can return to the years when I did things because I wanted to and I didn't give a shit about what other people thought about me. Who gives a fuck? You know no more than I do, so what do you have to judge? I can return to I can return to the years when my imagination was the thing that made my life so rich. I don't have to know anything, I just wanted to be. Life doesn't inherently have one definition to it, so why do we force it to? Why can't life just be? Why does everything have to have a purpose? Lily pads don't have any actual purpose but to be, and yet they're so beautiful. We're all so beautiful, but we don't have a purpose that to me is so freeing i don't have to do or be anything i just have to be i drew a woman with wings and i wrote some short poetry to the to uh what <laughs> to tie it with the piece and this phrase stuck out to me see where my wings take me instead of trying to control everything i let my wings guide me i follow the current and the river and the wind this is not me saying to follow the crowd i'll let my wings take me or i'll let my wings wait what i'll let my wings guide me not anybody else's wings 
That's what I learned. I had that fantasy of being some sort of alien slash angel, but, uh, but the more I learned about myself, uh, I became more and more convinced that I'm some sort of mutant. I just am nothing like my peers. Um, yeah, alright, <laughs> that's when I start talking about my soulmate, so that, you know, is irrelevant <laughs> right now, but, um, yeah. I'm just looking over what I wrote. Um, oh yeah, so I said, anyways, I've been doing okay. Just figuring things out along the way, I guess. I did start my, <laughs> I did start my period yesterday, so I'm a little worn down and emotional. Otherwise, I'm just focused on what I can do to better, better myself. It's a process. I want to focus on keeping my life simple and going where my wings take me. Lately, I'm feeling a bit happier and I'm, I'm embracing my goofy side. I'm working on returning back to my inner child taking it day by day until then yep so that is my journal that was my journal entry for two day or uh, yesterday technically but um yeah so i don't know that was just like me realizing that um you know we're all like we're all just trying to figure things out and like people people who am I, who, I don't know who decided to make this, <laughs> this, um, you know, purpose thing, the fact that people have to do stuff, or people have to have a purpose in life, I think that may derive from some, like, religious thing, because people feel like, you know, they're prophets, and they have to, you know, fulfill some sort of mission, and whatever, and that inherently means that you have some sort of purpose in being here, but ultimately, you know, we're born into an earth and we're just, we're, we, we crawl on the earth and we're taking in all the sensory things and we're figuring out what we like and what we don't like and, you know, what could kill us and what can't kill us, you know, and we're all literally just these mutant things, like, <laughs> like, it, it just, it, it's so funny because um we put all these expectations on ourselves to be the these wonderful people but we're already wonderful we're already you know equivalent to the stars in the sky and we marvel at the stars in the sky as if we're not one of them you know <laughs> like we literally are stars and you know that is so cool because who wouldn't who wouldn't want to be a star you know who wouldn't want to be a ball of energy and that's it who wants to be this this um robot that thinks that they have to complete x y and z in order to have a purpose or complete x y and z in order to be appreciated like no you you know like that's why for me especially when i was depressed i celebrated everything that i did i celebrated you know, the fact that I got even one A on my report card, I celebrated the fact that I got out of bed that day, you know, and I celebrate every time I journal, and every time I take my vitamins, and every time I, um, you know, look at myself and smile, you know, I celebrate every time I, um, stretch and dance and draw and, um, talk on the phone with someone and, 
you know, like make a make a funny joke or something. Like, like we're all just these weird things, <laughs> and it it's so cool because we're all we're all these different things too. Like we're not the same. Like we we are the same, but we're also incredibly different. You know, and that is so cool because that means everyone was put here for a purpose or everyone was put here for the chance to just kind of figure stuff out and feel and love and be kind and and just exist you know like I applaud every single one of you guys who are just existing you know just letting yourself be and and then so tying this back to um the fact how I've been feeling a little stagnant lately I am a lot I've been a lot more forgiving with myself because you know I'm I'm acknowledging that you know we're just here to figure stuff out and you know you're not going to figure everything out in a day you're not going to figure figure everything out in a week so why even try to force it on you you know and um I I heard this thing, you know, this, this is not a super new, um, you know, uh, phrase or whatever, but it's like, flow like water, be like water, and just flow, you know, and, like, that is, that, yeah, <laughs> like, that is, it just is, you know, because water, again, like I wrote in my journal, water is water, you know, water, it just flows, and water can take on many forms, and water can be very strong, but also very soft and fragile, and, um, like, just, like, water doesn't force anything, you know, it, 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 it moves with, it, like, if you think about waves, you know, waves move with the tide, or, yeah, they, the tides move because of the moon, and, you know, and just the way it moves, it, it just, it all flows, you know, it doesn't force anything, because it just is, you know, like when a wave like on the full moon when the waves are like the the strongest you know a wave doesn't try to soften itself just because it wants to you know it, it just it, it embraces the strength and even on a, on a new moon when the waves are technically the weakest like it doesn't try to get super strong like no that's your time to that's the waves time to rest that's a waves time to be soft you know and so that's why I, like, lately when I feel like, or when I feel stagnant, or when I feel, um, like I'm not really doing as much as I think that I should be, I'm like, okay, well, you know what, let's just, you know, if I'm feeling like this way, then there's a reason for me to feel this way, there's a reason that nothing's really happening right now, and I can embrace this, I can take more baths, and I can, um, you know, I can give myself a massage or I can give myself just some time to breathe and meditate and, you know, just kind of sit and think, you know, I don't have to force anything. And that also ties in with, um, you know, oh, geez, what was it? Was it? Um, oh yeah, that's right. Um, what in the speech that I was writing about, like, I wrote, I wrote about this in my, in last night's, um, journal entry but 
how I said in the speech, like, you know, instead of trying to talk to the wall or talk to the brick wall, because we all know that meme, you know, the, the, the guy talking to the brick wall, it's, it's a funny meme, but like, um, but, you know, instead of trying to force things, you know, I, I told myself, you know, well, instead of trying to talk, you know, to the brick wall, why don't I just listen to the brick wall, you know, listen to the voices on the other side instead of talking over them, because, you know, you know, when you're talking, you can only really hear yourself, and if someone's trying to talk to you, then, especially if they're far away, you can only really hear your voice, you know, because your voice is, is the loudest in your own ears, um, you know, so, and that's, that's exactly why criticism, like, self-criticism is so, um, impactful and the way you talk to yourself is so impactful because um you know you could use a metaphor like you know your voice is the loudest in your own ears because you can't really hear someone else when you're talking you know because your voice is loudest in your own ears so um yeah but that's um not exactly what i'm (laughs) talking about right now but um yeah so instead of trying to force anything and trying to um you know just talk over myself I said okay well you know what to or I said you know tomorrow which is today let's take some time to just listen to myself and listen to myself and just you know um hear what I have to say hear what you know my inner child and what in my higher self has to say you know because um you know when we think because when we think that we should be doing something we're we're constantly trying to force things to happen when your body like let's say your body isn't feeling great you know you don't you shouldn't be forcing your body to keep going and this making your body feel worse you know you should take the time be like okay my body's telling me to rest so therefore i need to rest and i need to stretch i need to um you know take a take a ice bath or whatever you know so yeah, I said, you know what, instead of trying to force things now, let's just kind of try to, um, listen, you know, and from listening, that's when, that's when you start to get your best, or I'll say content, because I'm an artist, so therefore, like, you know, I just kind of get content from whatever I'm feeling, because I do, I only really make art whenever I feel, like, emotionally drawn to make art, and that's exactly why um, making hard reason or making hard reason. Wow, making art recently has been so difficult because I've been feeling a lot of things. True, but um, I haven't exactly known how to articulate it, and exactly I didn't know exactly what I was feeling. You know, so it's not like I can make art from it because I couldn't really describe how I was feeling. And I made I made, I did make a drawing yesterday. I made a couple drawings yesterday. Um. And it was, like, it's just a bunch of random things, like, um, like, I said, I said a couple things in the drawing, (laughs) I said, fuck, this is killing me, um, I love you, but I don't know who you are, what am I waiting for, I miss you more than I should, where are you, let me put you in a trance, um, and, um, I love you, you know, a couple of things, and then I, and yesterday, I just kind of let myself write down whatever thoughts were coming to my mind. Um, I'm not going to read them because they're um, a little... Um, yeah, we're not going to read those, but... <laughs> um, yeah, so... 
just kind of letting things flow again you know if something wants to happen if, if you know art wants to come out then art will come out you know but um dang i was gonna say something i totally forgot um oh yeah so i you know i only really make art when i feel emotionally like i should be making art you know especially when i get like visions and i'm like okay well i need to draw this so i don't forget it you know um but yeah and so that the soul like all my art really comes from the soul you know when i make you know films and when i make um paintings and drawings and um when i sing sometimes i'll i'll I don't really sing that often, um, anymore at least, um, or when I take pictures, you know, like, that really comes from the soul, and it comes from, you know, what, um, I feel drawn to, um, make, you know, and, you know, in order to make any quality art, I need to be able to listen to myself and listen to what my soul actually has to say instead of telling my telling my soul what I think it should be saying you know and so you know today I haven't really drawn anything because um I haven't really had anything to say and I couldn't really write any poetry yesterday I did write poetry two days ago I think um wasn't very good because I was forcing it you know and I think, oh, that's what I was going to say. So, I think being an artist is it's hard, especially when you make, when you only really make um, art from the soul, you know. We, we are expected to constantly be making content and be relevant and be, you know, on top of stuff, you know. And, you know, art is a very vulnerable and very taxing um medium or very taxing a form of expression because um it is just that thing that takes not only physically stuff out of you but mentally and emotionally it's very taxing and um you know you want to get it right you know like, no matter how many times people will be like, oh, just make whatever art feels right to you and stuff like that. Like, we still want it to look good, obviously. And, you know, in order to be an, uh, an artist that is, you know, prevalent in society or at least, um, you know, recognized by society, we need to constantly be making art and making stuff and, <laughs> like, just following the demand isn't like the supply and demand ratio is so off you know because i can only supply what i can supply but the, the demand is so high and i'm like okay well i just can't i can't make that much art you know especially when i'm not feeling it you know and you know i've been trying to dance a lot more recently but obviously i <laughs> I'm, I'm restricted to my apartment and you know i'm not really alone all the time in my apartment and you know my room is small and then my living room is small because <laughs> there's so much stuff in it and it's just it, there's not much space and then not only my physical restraints but my mental restraints because i have school that i got to think about and then i have um you know again it's just not really flowing as much because i'm forcing everything and so therefore i'm not really being 
as confident as I feel like I should be or I'm not doing what I feel like I want to be doing so therefore it's just not um you know <clears throat> it's not it's just not it's not happening you know it's just it's not what I want you know and so you know I've been doing a lot of mental choreography because I can't really do physical choreography because you know I don't have the space and I am very jumpy um you know I I to I'll to put it simply I use my space you know especially when I'm dancing like I use a lot of space um as I'm trying to increase my my surface area when it comes to dancing but um again like I've been kind of forcing it a lot and it it just it hasn't felt right because I've been forcing everything and I've been forcing drawing and painting and it's just not it's not happening because then I make when I tr when I do try to make art I make the same stuff as before and you know I made a painting recently and it looks exactly the same as my other paintings and it's it discouraged me but it still looks good it's just it didn't make me feel anything and then I'm like okay well that sucks but um let's try making some or let's try writing some poetry then that also kind of sucked and I was like okay well th that's just that's a sign <laughs> that's a sign that I should probably just take a break from making anything and you know it's not that I've been running on empty per se it's just that um I have the capacity to make stuff it's just it, nothing is nothing is coming to me yet you know and it's okay because I can't expect that I'm constantly gonna be um creatively you know endowed or I don't think that's the right word um creatively in tune you know, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I, again, it's just, I'm trying to listen to myself a lot more, and I'm trying to just be more in tune with what my soul wants, rather than what my brain is telling my soul that it supposedly wants, you know, and, um, that has led to a lot of not doing anything, <laughs> because it's just listening it's a, it literally is just all that it is it's listening to yourself and you know as much as I want to be doing stuff listening to myself is more important right now and like after I after I do this recording or this episode I'm gonna go meditate because I need to take some time to listen to myself and to just kind of reflect and see what my brain wants me to do or what my or not what my brain wants me to do but my soul wants me to do you know and so that's what I'm going to be doing but yeah I guess that's mainly what I want that's mainly what I wanted to talk about that went by really fast because I I told two anecdotes but yeah and I guess um I, I don't know, I've been having a lot of, like, energetic, um, like, mm, I, I don't know how to say it, just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of shit circulating around the 5D, you know, a lot of energies that I, again, don't know really what to do with, um, like, I've, I've been hearing a lot of telepathic communication from 
people, you know, and angel num or um angel numbers, and you know I'm seeing things in the corner corners of my eyes, and you know my ears have been ringing a lot more recently, and yeah, it's just, and then dreams. Oh my god, my dreams have been crazy. Like I I, I had a dream. I I just had a nap like couple hours not a couple hours ago it was like 2 p.m but um i had a dream and i forgot i totally forgot what it was but it was crazy <laughs> like the, it just felt weird and then i've been having a lot of dreams about boys which is like <sighs> it, it, it does suck <laughs> it really does suck because then you wake up and you're like you're all happy because you dreamt about a guy and now you're like oh okay well it's not I'm alone in the 5, or in the 3D, um, universe, but, you know, it's okay, it's whatever, but, I don't know, I've been having a lot of dreams about guys, like, the most recent dream I had about, well, the most recent dream I had about guys, I, was today, but I don't really remember it, I just remember there was a guy in it, but the most recent one I can remember, (laughs) I'm not gonna go super into depth about it, because it is, um, yeah anyways (laughs) but i was like um i had the opportunity to go on a date with beyonce i was like oh my god this is crazy you know and then this one twitch streamer that i watched noel miller um he is so funny oh my gosh like i've been i've been watching his streams for a couple months now or um actually probably longer probably like since november um but like actually on twitch rather than like on other platforms and he's so funny and like his community too is so cool you know and i remember he was like helping me bake a bunch of cakes and i think we were making like cake pops so i remember or i made cake pops for christmas and i gave them to some of my friends and i was like oh my god i should make some <laughs> again like this was a couple of days ago and i was now i dreamt about them and then all of a sudden i i was like in the perspective of his girlfriend or his actual fiance um alina and yeah they were uh <laughs> they were they were um doing stuff to keep it pg but then i so yeah it's it like i was i became i became alina his his fiance for like however long and then i was like back to me again and I was like, oh my god, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know it was like me. I don't know if I was, it was me or Alina. But I assumed it was Alina because like, I had long hair and stuff. So I'm like, okay, this isn't me for sure. But then, yeah, and then he like drove us to this. Or he, he was driving me to where Beyonce was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, what what just happened? <laughs> you know, not only was I in shock because I was about to go meet Beyonce, but then I was also in shock because of what just happened with Noelle and I, or I mean, technically not Noelle and me, but like Noelle and his fiance. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is too much. I can't handle this right now. And it was just tense because he was like he knew that something was up he's like what is wrong with you i'm like i I don't (laughs) if only i could tell you and i I couldn't and then i had and then he streamed yesterday (laughs) 
and I was, it was just, it was really weird because I, I, I had that dream like Monday night to Tuesday and then he streamed that day and I was like, oh my God, it was so tense. It, it was weird. Like I woke up just feeling weird and, and then there's, you know, I've been having a lot of dreams about this one specific guy. Um, yeah, I wish I could name drop him, but like I can't. But, you know, I've been having a lot of dreams about dreams about him since, like, for, honestly, for, like, over a year, you know. It's weird because I don't really see him like that. But, um, or maybe I do. I don't know. I, th- I think he's cute, but, like, I don't. He he also is um, talking with someone, so obviously it's, like, I can't really do anything about that. But, um... Yeah, but I've been having so, 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 so many dreams about him for so long, too. And I guess the most recent one was when I, or it was actually really cool because I was like a princess, but there was like some sort of nuclear attack that was going on that was going to happen. And then they were like, okay, princess, you need to get into this, like, this bunker. I was like, okay, so I took two of my friends with me. I should have taken more than two friends, but they were, like, or they were rushing me, so I could only, like, grab two of my friends, and then I went to the, I went to the bunker, and, uh, sorry, I have to, like, burp, but, um, uh, yeah, so, but then it was, like, a portal to this, like, other world, I was, like, oh, this is cool, and then I went to the other side, and then, like, all my, fr- like, all my actual friends were there, I was, like, oh, this is, this is cool, and, you know, it was like a, it was like a city, it was like a tribe, actually, you know, it was like a city, but it was all outdoors, you know, and, you know, there's like a marketplace, and they were like, oh my god, a princess, oh my god, and, um, like, there were some dogs that needed to be fed, I think, and so I went around, like, feeding the dogs, and like, oh my god, you're so nice, and, you know, and they practically made me mayor, you know, <laughs> like, they were, they saw, all the things that I was doing to help the help the town, they were like, "Oh my God, you should become mayor." I was like, "Okay, that's cool," and so I did, kind of unofficially, but you know, I I stepped up, you know, to help or help out, and then uh, Dil- oh, uh, the guy, <laughs> the guy, um, he he uh, or yeah, so he was coaching the boys foot like a little the uh it was like a how old were they they were like fourth grade <laughs> boys football team and so I went by there I was just like looking and this all kind of took place in like my old or like my elementary slash middle schools um you know court courtyard oh my god uh, <laughs> a turf field and, and it's weird because like I've been having so many dreams about like like, almost, I would say, 75% of my dreams take place in my old school, you know, the school that I grew up in, and I don't know what that means, like, if you can tell me, that would be great, like, if you know anything about, um, you know, those types of dreams, please tell me, please DM me, that would be so great, because I, I really don't know, but, um, and I've, I've, I've tried researching it, but there's not much that comes up. But anyways, so he saw me. He was like, oh my god, Samara. And, like, he came by and, like, he was, like, hugging me. But we were also, like, walking. So we were, like, swaying while walking. And it was weird because he was, like, all upon me. And 
like but he's like he's so tall like the the he's the tallest person i've ever met and like he he's huge he's like this is, gonna, this is really gonna give away who this is but he's like six nine i was like oh my god that's crazy and but yeah so he was like looming over me like oh my god um he's over a foot taller than me just for perspective you know um, which a foot doesn't really look that big. Like, I mean, it, it does, but, like, like my my foot is 8 inches. So if I add 4 inches to that, it's, like, not really that much taller. It's, like, the size of his head, you know, whatever. But, um, or it's not the size of his head. <laughs> his head, I don't, is that big or is that small? It's, it's like, a foot-sized head to, is that big? Oh, yeah, that is big, actually. Um, anyways. But, um, yes, yeah, so we were walking together, and he was like, oh, well, how's your day been? I'm like, oh my god, my day's been great. And he's like, oh my god, I'm glad to see you, and, you know, being all nice and stuff. Um, I was like, oh my god, this is, this is so great. I love this. <laughs> but it, it's weird, because our dynamic in dreams has always been, like, we've been in a relationship, or we had to come out of, out of a relationship. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and... Yeah, it, it's just been interesting because seeing how our dynamic in the dreams has changed, you know, because in the beginning it was more of like we were actually in a relationship and then slowly I started to notice that things were getting weird in, in our dream realm or whatever and he started having some issues and you know what's funny, um, I had a dream that he, he and my friend who were kind of talking but not really um this was like back in middle school or they weren't really talking they were like they were, they liked each other let's say that and then he tried to talk to her again after you know we graduated and she wasn't having it and he got upset and then i had a dream that you know him and i were together and we were walking through the hallway of our of our school you know and then you know he saw he saw her and then he got super upset like what what is wrong or i didn't say what is wrong with you but like what's wrong like you know and you know we went to the gym and we were on like bleachers and stuff and he he just looked so upset and i kept looking at her i'm like what what is going on you know like should i be concerned or whatever and so then we went outside <laughs> funny enough we were like in like we were because um where i used to live there's a there's a mcdonald's close by and so we were like in the like almost in the drive-thru and but that like we were coming out of school but then like it was the it was a drive-thru so it was like we were coming out of the mcdonald's which also was a school it was weird but um so i was like D okay oh i almost name dropped him again <laughs> what should i call him um I mean, you already kind of know his name, but I just can't say it. Um, uh, uh, let's call him... Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm looking at... <laughs> oh, it's, it's... Sorry, something funny just happened, but let's call him Pepsi, because I'm looking at a Pepsi can right now. So I was like, Pepsi, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know, I just, I can't really, I don't know what's going on with me. And so I was like, okay, and so I was, I was like, okay, well, I'm here if you need me, you know, you can talk to me. 
about it. Like, I'm not going to judge you or whatever. And so I woke up and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> like, anytime I have a dream about being in a relationship, um, I get so giddy for the rest of the day, probably for the next like two, three days. Because I'm just that unfamiliar with dating. Because <laughs> I've never really like been a, been in a relationship um, with a guy that is. But um, yeah, well, I was in a relationship for two days. Let's be clear. I have, I have very, 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 very limited experience with dating. Practically none, <laughs> you know. But anyways, so I get excited anytime. I'm like, oh my god, I could date someone. <laughs> you know, whereas people are like getting excited for other things i'm like no i just like the idea of like dating someone hugging someone you know that that's enough for me but um yeah anyways so then i woke up and then i was like oh jeez okay so i know that i knew it meant something i was like there's no way this is just some weird dream and so i texted i texted the girl you know because we are friends and or we stayed in contact over the years and so I was like okay have you been having any weird instances with this with Pepsi you know and he was like or, or she was like no like no everything's cool you know but he he like we did end on on somewhat um bad terms because you know he just wasn't understand or he wasn't listening to me or whatever it's like okay um well you know how how's your personal life been like have have you been having any relationship problems and she was like or it was actually sunday or monday the day that i asked her this and she was like yeah actually my my boyfriend broke up with me two days ago or like the day before um she said it was on a saturday where he essentially broke up with her and it was like a monday or something i was like oh my god that's crazy and or no, wait, 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 was this, um, no, wait, this was, I, I had this dream, and I waited about, like, a month, or a couple weeks, or something, I waited, I waited a specific amount, of, or I waited for some time, and then I had another dream about, about Pepsi, and then I decided, okay, let's ask her, because, you know, I had, I basically had two dreams about them, too, and, about them two having some sort of fight and so i was like okay so what's going on she's like okay well i actually had just broken up or my boyfriend had just broken up with me um around that time that you had that dream around i was like oh my god that's crazy what the heck and so i was like okay so i for sure need to ask pepsi but then i'm like no i can't contact pepsi about this because then he'll be like you know i haven't talked to him in so long and the last time i talked to him he he you know commissioned uh, a tattoo drawing for me and then never paid me pepsi if you well I, I guess you don't really know who you are i mean i doubt you're listening to this podcast but you still owe me money all right i will keep bothering you about it because i hate art thieves i hate them or thieves in general you know so i contacted his friend because um you know his friend and i are friends you know we're, we we are still very much in contact um and i've known him since kindergarten i've known them both since kindergarten so oh that also that really <laughs> it's hard to remain anonymous because i i want to give as many details as possible but um yeah so i contacted i contacted his friend and i was like okay has he been has he been going through anything lately and he was like yeah 
um they like he had he had broken up with his girlfriend like a month ago because you know some personal stuff and i was like oh my god that's crazy because <laughs> like they they didn't break up nearly at the same time but it was like some time you know it was, it was around the same time i guess and i was like wow that's insane so i basically just kind of i didn't predict i mean i had the dream before um him and his girlfriend had broken up so i didn't i don't i don't want to say i predicted their breakup but i definitely got some downloads before their breakup happened which is really creepy but yeah so needless to say i feel like i have a lot of connections with him on the astral realm which is which makes me curious like what how how does he actually play a role in my life you know who is who who is he to me you know essentially and he's a great guy you know he's a really great guy and i would be lying if i said that i didn't s in some ways like him um you know yeah <laughs> I, I guess i don't i don't know i think uh, he has been on my mind but obviously he is talking with someone so i i and they are my friend actually he's talking to one of my friends so i'm not going to intervene but you know there's that but um you know but yeah we're ending or we're coming close to the end of this first segment of the podcast i will you know uh take a quick break just a quick break for you it'll be no time at all um and i'll come back you know in two seconds so um you know maybe take maybe let yourself take a little bit a little bit of a break right now you know and i will be right back and welcome back to the vessel effect podcast um so yeah back to what i was talking about i feel like um i don't want to put a label on what pepsi means to me you know because obviously it could just be or he could just be like a placeholder for you know my soulmate or whomever is astral or <laughs> astrologically um well i guess or trying to communicate whoever whomever is trying to communicate to me on an astral level you know but I don't want to label him as, you know, something that he possibly is not because I've been through that recently before and it was not pretty because, <laughs> you know, again, you know, we're learning to let it flow. We're learning to listen to ourselves instead of putting any expectations on ourselves as to, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, so I guess... Oh, also, other dreams I've been having. So, I had a dream about... <laughs> this one was funny. Um, I had a dream that my best friend and I, Khadijah, um, we were at... Or, <laughs> actually, our entire class was... Um, or our, cl our two classes were at this event. It was like a sporting event or something, or a sports event, but... Um, there was like a fashion show and Khadijah and I were like oh my god let's sneak in let's like let's go in the fashion show and so we did we found some fabric we threw it out we threw it over ourselves and we decided to walk the the uh the runway you know we did 
and then our our class was just being so obnoxious and loud and you know things started to escalate and then police showed up and they started to arrest people or or they tried to arrest our entire class for whatever reason i don't know why we were just kind of enjoying the event but maybe it was Kadisha and i were sneaking in but regardless um my friend oh jeez what do i call him now what do i call him um let's call him um uh, trying to find something in my room so let's call him sketch <laughs> let's call him because i my sketchbook is right in front of me but um so sketch he was like he he was like the first person to go down he was like on the floor and i felt so bad because i mean it was like Kadisha and i that kind of started everything and so yeah sketch was on the ground being uh detained and i i like everyone was running out of the building and i just kind of i i had an urge to look back at him because i was like okay well you know i should check up on him see how he's doing and i looked at him i'm just like i i felt so bad i literally i felt like my i felt so heavy my body felt heavy even just while dreaming you know i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and i i just looked at him i gave like a, i gave like a way i waved to him just to let him know that i'm sorry or you know that i'm you know <laughs> I, I hope he he'll be okay and then he had he still had one arm um free so he waved to me he just looked so upset i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and so we were running and then Khadija was like oh okay yeah i know how to get out of from or how to well i can't speak um i know how to get out of being arrested so i was like okay let me follow you and so yeah we didn't get arrested luckily but it was very um it was a very anxious dream because i was running from the police and then that dream led to um it was like a video game i've i've had this recurrent i've had this dream before or this part of the dream before where um you know you, you're trying to get to this like spaceship and you're trying to load all the oxygen tanks into it but like there's this there's a, a villain who doesn't want you to get in there so you know you, you need to try to get in there as much as possible or as fast as possible um with as many oxygen tanks as you can get in there so yeah um that dream was pretty it wasn't chill it was just you know nothing super um you know revolutionary happened i guess nothing that i could nothing i could really take away from that dream um besides the fact that besides you know sketch the dude um and otherwise i don't think i've been having any dreams about anyone else um but yeah the dreams the dreams with pepsi in them oh my god they're so crazy <laughs> like they're so um uh how do i phrase this it's like they're they're very they're so they're real they're very real you know because it'll it'll just be us casually like dating or not casually dating but like um being casual with each other i guess like there was one time i got arrested in a dream because i was walking on a beach that i wasn't supposed to be walking on it was like in china or something <laughs> it was like it was in china but the police were black or something they were like mixed or whatever so it's like okay that's that's kind of weird or you know it's whatever i don't really care <laughs> i'm being arrested right now it doesn't really matter but so yeah i was at the police station and then Dil- 
Christ. <laughs> Pepsi shows up and I was like, oh my god, so, I like my body just just whew, it was like my body softened and I was like, oh my god, I'm so, I'm so happy to see you, you know. Um and then he hugged, he hugged it out and he's like, Why why did you get arrested? I'm like, I don't know. I was just walking on a beach and then I got arrested. I think no, I was trespassing. That's what it was. I was I was actually trespassing in someone's home. I think I broke and entered into someone's house and then I was walking around the beach around their house and they caught me and I was like, Oh my god. So yeah, I actually did commit a crime in that in that dream. But I was let go because um but why I don't know. I don't know why I was let go, honestly. But um yeah, so that was one dream and then uh there's one dream where we actually broke up or where we broke up and um it wasn't out of like malice or like, you know, I don't like you anymore or whatever, but we were preparing for a party and like it was a party where my old language arts teacher was helping out and so it was like you know it's a casual thing and he was helping out too and I was like I was like yo like well you know how are you how are you you know you look upset and he's like I don't know I just don't feel all that great right now and I'm like oh that's like I'm so sorry is there anything I can do to help you know do you need you need do you need some comfort right now do you need you know what do you need and um, he was just like, I don't know, I just need to be alone for a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, does it mean we're, like, breaking up? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, okay, well, you know what, as long as me breaking up with you or you breaking up with me allows you to be happy, then I guess I'm, I'll, I'll be okay, you know, just as long as you're happy. And, um, yeah, he was just like, I need to, he said, or I don't know if I said this or if he said this, but one of us were like you know as long as d- well, <laughs> pepsi um as long as pepsi can be there for pepsi then i'm okay if you know i'm not directly by your side you know as long as you're you as long as you're there for yourself you know as long as you are loving yourself then you know i you know then i'm satisfied um and so yeah, I that was like that was the moment where I realized like, um, or like after waking up, obviously I felt crappy because I was like, wow, I just got broken up with, you know, <laughs> like when I woke up. But I was like, you know, okay, so this definitely means that something is going up or something something is going on with him, you know, um, yeah. And that was it, you know. But. I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm curious, so, I guess I'm more just curious about how he plays a role in my life now, because we don't really talk all that often, and, like, he does, he interacts with me on, on social media and stuff, like, he'll watch my stories and stuff, but, um, otherwise we just don't talk, and that's fine, you know, um, but, he he was a very um I'm just gonna be frank. He was just really he was one of those people in my um in like my school that I grew up with whom I just always was fond of, you know. And not even in a way of like, 
oh, I like this person and I liked him for like a long time. It was just, it was more of like, he was always there for me and I appreciated that because I was never, you know, I had a lot of abandonment issues in middle school, you know, it sucks, but you know, that was just the way it was. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, I was often kind of dipping out in and out of friendships because I was afraid that they were going to leave me and I was going to be upset and then blame it, on, blame it on myself or whatever. So I was constantly in and out of friend of different friend groups and stuff like that. And, you know, by the end of middle school, that just kind of left me to be alone because <laughs> I, I had already kind of gone through everyone and, you know, and everyone, like, I was friends, I was technically friends with everyone, but I, I didn't really fit in. And the way, the way I feel, it just feels weird calling him Pepsi, but the way Pepsi looked at me and saw me was something that I had always really admired and valued. You know, I always cared about how he looked at me. And I think partially that's because I had known him for so long you know he's one of those he was one of the people who I known the longest at my school and so automatically I'm just like trying to impress him and it was a, it was kind of the same way with you know my other classmates who I'd known since kindergarten but um for him especially it was like the way he looked at me he looked at me like um like uh like a little sister you know not but that sounds because see that sounds weird because now me saying that i'm fun okay we're we're gonna scrap that not little sister but like um i don't even know how to describe it now um it, it was more that he was protective of me or that I felt like he was protective of me because he was always the type of person that kind of gassed me up and, you know, be like, oh my God, she's so, like, look at Samara. She's just such a good artist. And, oh my God, you know, you play basketball. That's so cool. And, you know, um, constantly like bugging me. Like he was so annoying in that sense because he was so buggy. And my mom always called him a trouble child. I was like, yeah, he is. But like, I don't know. He, he just, um, he was just, he was always there for me in a, in a way, even though we didn't talk. I guess, because in middle school, um, we had to sit next to each other. And, you know, in middle, or in eighth grade specifically, I was so, so standoffish. And I was so, um, you know, uh, I was so, uh, I felt so isolated. So therefore, I isolated myself even more. And... He, he, the thing I hated was how he saw right through me. He saw right through me, and he knew that I was putting up a front because I was scared to be my authentic self because I thought people were gonna, people were gonna judge me, and um, yeah, like I just, I, it was so stupid because um, you know, I was like, I, I knew he could see right through me. But I was still so hostile towards him. Not hostile in a way where I was like actively making him uncomfortable uncomfortable or making him 
like or like picking on him per se but it was just more I was like I was I was pulling back you know and I knew he could see right through that because he knew me for so long and you know or he's known me for so long and you know naturally he he kind of just knows that you know um that that wasn't me you know and we were so close when we were younger and I I feel like I'm like part of me has kind of resisted thinking thinking about him because um it feels more like I'm attaching myself to him because of the apparent emotional connection that we did have rather than the one that we do have but I don't know those dreams just feel way too particular to not be real in some way or to not have some sort of message behind them and again it could be that pepsi symbolizes um the the person that i'm meant to be with it doesn't have to be that pepsi is my soulmate or is my twin flame or is whomever you know but um like one (laughs) one fun moment uh, we had in like, I don't even know, sixth grade, seventh grade, we were just in gym and we were hanging out and he, like, I was, I, he, or he like put me on his back or something and it was, it wasn't even like a, oh my God, I'm on a guy's back right now and this is crazy, you know, it, it was more like, um, like it was just innocent, you know, and I was like, this is, like, I, I missed this, because that was basically how we were in, you know, our earlier years, and, you know, I don't know, <laughs> it, was, it was just that, it was just, it was pure, and it felt like he didn't judge me the same way that the other boys did, even though the other boys didn't really judge me like that, it was more of like, um, you know, they just didn't really look at me the same way he did, and again, it's not even because of the male gaze or the or male validation. Like I really don't care <laughs> either way if he looks at me the way I feel like he does look at me. But it, it's more of it's more of just the way he made me feel back then, and how he makes me feel now apparently. But yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why that was a rant. Because I, I, I was talking about dreams. But one really cool thing that did happen was that um, on... F- no, not Friday. Uh, no, what's today? Today's Wednesday. So Monday. Monday, I was drawing. I wanted to draw. And I was listening to this song. I forgot what I was listening to. And er, I think it was The End of Love by Florence and the Machine. I don't know. I forgot which song it was. But, um, I heard, like, I heard, um, oh, I wrote this down. Hold on. Let me, (laughs) let me refer back to my journal. But I wrote, I wrote it down. And... Nope, 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 no, oh, wait, I know where it is, hold on, um, 
Okay, um. Alright, alright. Um. So I said I was laying in my bed today about to draw, and I just started crying because I was thinking about my soulmate. I just felt him. He was upset, and I just had to send angels his way. I also held my own hand so he could feel it. Um, I was saying er, encouraging words, and part of me didn't know if I was talking to him or myself. I technically was talking to myself, but I felt like he was suffering. I reassured him that we'll be meeting soon, and I know for a fact we will. He's so close, I swear. His energy gets stronger and closer by the day. Um... (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, okay, um, I'm reading, (laughs) this is so embarrassing, um, alright, I'm gonna read, (laughs) um, speaking of, I've been (laughs) watching Hassan Piker's videos nonstop for the past week, and he's literally, he's literally an exact replica of who I feel like my soulmate would be, physically, mentally, everything, He's the most adorable person on this planet, and I would be so lucky if my soulmate is like him. I feel like he is. The drawing looks very similar to Hassan. Um, he's the coolest. (laughs) I- I just- it's embarrassing because, like, I don't even- I don't even know why it's embarrassing. (laughs) Probably because he's a Twitch streamer and he's also, like, 30 years old, so it's- it, it just is a little weird. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a tiny crush on Hassan Piker, cause, he, and he, if you don't know, he's a political commentator on Twitch and YouTube, and he's just so profound and so cute, and oh my god, like, he's, he's so perfect, he's not perfect by any means, like, he, um, I'm not gonna list how he's not perfect, it's not, you know, there's no reason for me to do that, but, um, Oh my god, he's just, he's so beautiful on so many levels, like, and he's, like, he has a very feminine aura to him, like, something about him is feminine, which, um, I like, I like, I like feminine, femininity, femininity, um, if I do say so myself, that's why I like people who are feminine and people who are masculine. I also did make this, this point, like, late last night, this is, like, two in the morning, I was just... Um, I was watching one of his videos, actually, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's so feminine. I'm like, well, yeah, because, you know, that's why gender in, in and of itself is such a flawed thing, because no matter what gender you're assigned to, um, you know, you have a level of femininity and you have a, you have a level of masculinity. You know, like, for, for example, I am, um, according to an astrological, um, what is it app um i use nebula by the way if you want to get a good or a decent a decent app for astrology ditch what what is it called um uh costar trash costar get that crap app out of your phone because they made fun of um you know whatever <laughs> they made fun of uh black lives matter the black, black lives matter protest so ditch that app it's not even accurate, so switch to other apps. I use Nebula, and Nebula has worked pretty well for me so far. Um, yeah, but anyways, so they give you, like, a, like, a, um, what is it? A polarity 
you know, and my polarity is 60% feminine, 40% masculine, and that's pretty accurate, because I am heavily masculine, you know, it's pretty much 50-50, like, I feel like, but I am more on the quote-unquote feminine side, and that doesn't even have anything to do with my gender, it's just the way I present myself and the way that I, you know, just the way that I am, you know, I'm much more emotional, and I'm much more um, in tune with how I feel, and that tends to override, um, you know, my um, go-getter type of side, you know, but I still have a really um, persistent, logical, go-getter type of mind, you know, like, it's still very prominent, I'm just more of an emotional person, or a person, you know, and so that's why, like, I feel like I'm attracted to both masculine and feminine, but right now I feel much more attracted to masculinity, but I also love, 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 love people, especially men who are in tune with their feminine side. You know, it's so freaking attractive when men can be feminine too without being like oh i'm so feminine and then like making fun of it like you know toxic masculinity is so trash you know um but when men have that masculine side and then they can embrace their feminine side too their emotions their softness you know stuff like that that is so beautiful and i think part of that comes from um my 40 percent masculine because obviously that part of that masculine part of me is also attracted to the feminine because naturally you know feminine energy attracts masculine energy and vice versa you know it doesn't have anything to do with gender you know it's you know if you're more feminine you'll attract someone who's more masculine and vice versa um so yeah that's why i feel like i'm attracted to more to men who can embrace their femininity rather than masculine women you know and honest again gender gender doesn't really matter at the end of the day just the way you present yourself, you know, um, but, yeah, so, I guess that's the end of my spiel, um, I don't really have anything else to say, besides, just, again, I I don't want to force any, or I've been feeling very romantic lately, and I think that, I think part of that has come with, you know, me, learning more and more about myself because the more I fall again as I said in my speech the more I learn about myself the more I fall in love with myself and me falling in love with with myself naturally attracts more people who are more attracted to me you know because when you start loving yourself baby people will start loving you back I swear it like I, I didn't realize this but when I started to act a lot like just more like myself you know and embracing who I really was people started finding me a whole lot more attractive you know besides like and not when I was like in eighth grade when I was so standoffish to everyone obviously people didn't didn't really find me super attractive that way you know that's okay I don't need people to be attracted to or attracted to me but um yeah I don't know it just like once you start to learn about yourself and once you start to really um learn to appreciate yourself and listen to yourself everything just kind of comes full circle you'll start to um attract people who also you know love you for who you really are 
and you start to weed out the people who don't love you for who you are and therefore that that's great you know get those non-meaningful relationships out of your life you know you don't need those relationships um blocking your energy or stealing your energy stealing your energy i should say but um yeah if i have anything else to say just um you know don't force anything just kind of let your life be just let yourself breathe you know like don't don't feel the need to constantly like be um be uh you know don't don't force anything upon yourself i know you know our families make it seem like we have to be something you know you have to get a job or or, i mean you have to get a job but you have to get a wealthy job and you have to go to college because or else you're not gonna find a good job and you know you're gonna be struggling for the rest of your life it's like and you gotta you know find your profession and get married and have kids and you know it's like no just stop (laughs) it's i hate that just do what feels right for you you know i have no intention of going to college and honestly both my parents have been really on me about trying to change my mind i'm like listen I really don't care. I I have no intention of going to college. And I used to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the best college because I thought I had to, you know. And then I started listening to myself more. I'm like, hmm, I kind of hate school. (laughs) I kind of hate the American education system. And I hate how much it costs. And I hate um, having to do homework. And I hate all that stuff, you know. I just want to be free. And I that and I listened to myself. I said, okay, cool. We won't go to college, you know. Get an apprenticeship, get a job, move, <laughs> move as fast as I or as soon as I possibly can. No offense to my parents, but um, I just need space. <laughs> I just need my own space and to breathe and to be my most authentic self. Um, but yeah, and you know eventually like there's stuff that i want to do that is weird or that people would be like huh you know like eventually i want to learn to pole dance and my mom said no (laughs) she said no not until you're 18 i'm like okay that's fine i can wait until i'm 18 um i want to roller derby at some point my mom also said no to that because it is a very contact heavy sport and especially during times like these it's just not smart um but eventually i do want to do roller derby because i think it's so cool and I want to move to Hawaii and other places, maybe Bali too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, just listen. Just listen to yourself. You know, take take some. Here's my homework. You know, I I try to give out homework um, every time I. Sorry, I'm like looking behind me for a second. Um, I try to give homework every time I do an episode. But here's my homework. Sit down for ten minutes. You know, ten, five minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be super long. Um, let's say, you know, meditate. Meditate for five minutes. Meditate for ten minutes, and focus on your breathing. And people, when people say meditation, people think that you, your mind needs to be totally blank and you need to be totally quiet. Um, oh, that, that's great. You know, it depends on it depends on the person. Honestly, for me, I solely meditate for the visions you know I'm, I'm a very visual person obviously and when I meditate I look for I look for the visions and I look for cues and 
messages and stuff like that through visuals because or so you know I can't really quiet my mind like that otherwise I'm not gonna receive any downloads but um yeah so just sit down for five to ten minutes and notice exactly where your mind goes um you know do you see anything do you smell anything do you taste anything do you um you know do you feel anything is your body tingling where where exactly is your body tingling um you know are you seeing any specific patterns that are going on are, do you see like do you actually see something in your vision like are you seeing um you know a specific symbol um and then after afterwards you know if you meditate for five ten minutes it doesn't have to be too, too long um take a piece of paper and a pen and just you know and immediately put put your pen to the paper you know because every artist's fear is the blank page you know like it can be a, a blank document it can be a blank canvas a blank you know whatever that's the hardest part is just starting just put your pen to the paper immediately and let your body move it wherever it wants to go and if you have if like a symbol comes to your mind draw that if you know a specific word comes to your mind draw that too or write it too just let your mind go you know and you know go in with the intention of what does my soul want to tell me you know what does my inner child want to tell me what does my higher self want to tell me you know what are what do they want to tell me right now and go in go in with the intention to just listen you know um and this may not take this may not take or may wow sorry this may not happen on the first try you know you may have to revisit it tomorrow in order to receive any actual downloads you know because this stuff does take time but instead of trying to tell yourself what you think you should be seeing or what you want to be seeing just listen go in and let your mind go you know don't filter out anything don't you know try to direct your mind to somewhere specific you know I mean, if you want to think about something specific, as in, like, love or finance or something, then go, then so be it. But, you know, go in with zero expectations, but with the intention to listen, you know. So, yeah, that's my homework. <laughs> Just meditate for five to, ten, five to ten minutes, see where your mind takes you, then afterwards, just draw, you know. You don't have to be an artist to draw, obviously. Um, but, yeah, that's my homework. So yeah, I am going to go meditate. I'm going to go do my homework now. <laughs> um, yeah, it is 9.37 for me. And I do have school tomorrow, but honestly, who gives a who gives a crap? Um, I go to bed at like 2 a.m. every night. <laughs> so I have time. But yeah, so just go do that. I encourage you to do it because even if you don't receive anything, um, your body will be a lot more rested. You know, your mind will be a lot calmer. Even if you don't get any specific downloads, that's totally cool. You can try it again tomorrow, or the next day, or the next day, you know. Um, and it doesn't have to be in total quiet, you know. I don't meditate in total quiet. I meditate with some Hertz music on in the background. It can be faint, it can be super loud. Um, doesn't matter. Whatever feels right to you. But yeah, so I guess that's the end of today's episode. Um, 
thank you for <laughs> sticking around with me on this episode. It was very fun. I miss this. I don't know why I have been slacking so much on these things. Like I, I journal. I've been journaling for the past couple of days, but I did stop for like ten days because I, I don't know. I was just I wasn't doing it, <laughs> and or it was like a week actually. But um, yeah. I don't know. I I've just been I've been off my game a little, so now I'm just. It's because I was forcing myself to do stuff that my body didn't want to do, and so now I'm just gonna let my body do what feels good, you know. And I miss the podcast, so that felt like something I needed to do needed to do today. So yeah, thank you for um sticking around with me for an hour and thirty minutes. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Listening to me ramble about dreams and uh wings and lily pads and um homework (laughs) but yeah so thank you so much um if this was your first time listening to the podcast please stick around for another episode because that um would be great and i would love to you know keep this journey going with you you know if you want to interact with me you can follow me on instagram at samara.pdf um at s-a-m-a-r-a dot pdf on instagram and follow the vessel effect podcast on instagram at the vessel effect dot co at t-h-e-v-e-s-s-e-l-e-f-f-e-c-t dot co um so yeah it's really all i have to say i don't really have to do any more promo um now again this was really fun thank you for sticking around with me And I am glad that I got to go on this journey with you. And hopefully you can, you know, or hopefully it'll come back for our next episode. Hopefully it'll be this Sunday. Again, I'm still working on the the schedule because, um, you know, my life is just getting a little bit more hectic because I do have work now and I, you know, don't have as much time on my hands. So, you know, forgive me if if I do only do one episode a week from now on. I will keep you updated on the Instagram, but till then, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Vessel the Vessel Effect podcast. I am your host, Samara H. Wilson, and I will be signing off right now. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.